0: Clubbers, this is your senior editor, John Tatey. And I'm here with another edition of Mom on Pop. It's the podcast where my mom, Bonnie Tatey, weighs in on all manner of pop culture. Mom, I assume you're there on the other end of the line. Are you there? I am. Are you ready to talk pop?
1: So ready.
0: Now, uh, you sent me uh, something for this uh, particular edition of the podcast that didn't come through. You sent it through the post office, and I'm wondering if your continued antagonizing of the post office maybe has something to do with the fact that it's not here yet.
1: Well, I am a little suspicious because things do seem to get to you very quickly, and this was just in a in an envelope. So I'm a little suspicious that it didn't get there. It was a very fine thing. So.
0: Yeah, maybe the uh, woman at the post office who you've tormented so relentlessly uh, accidentally dropped it in the trash or something.
1: I'm wondering. I'm wondering. But, you know, she is very chirpy. You know, have a nice day, all that stuff. So I yeah. don't know. She'd have to be psychotic if that's really what happened, which I'm not dismissing.
0: Right. You wouldn't put it past her? She doesn't work right. for the post office after all?
1: Right. I mean... What, what does she have to be so happy about?
0: But I know nothing about this surprise, uh, but you still—you said you still wanted to talk about it, so uh, what is the mystery item?
1: Well, this is what I would like to talk about. This was a prize that I got you in a machine when I went to the movies.
0: In a like a vending machine?
1: In a vending machine. It costs 50 cents, and it is a sticker of the turd monster.
0: Oh, from... Uh from japan right Uh, i forget what his name is uh domo-kun i think maybe is his name
1: well all right
0: but you the turd monster you call him now he's a big brown rectangle with a with a red mouth and jagged teeth he's very cute is this the one we're thinking of it is and uh, you call him the turd monster why is he made out of poop
1: I hope not. No, I call him that because one of the very first blogs that was ever out there was written by a woman. Her first name was Dana, and I do forget her last name. And she, her blog, I think, was called Boba Fett. And she was obsessed with this thing and called it the turd monster. So that's how I was introduced to it. And when you said, oh, no, he's the... He's the mascot for the Japanese television station. Uh, I just could never get into that.
0: Yeah, for NHK.
1: So I hope you will enjoy that sticker when you get it.
0: Oh, that's it. That's the, I thought there was a story behind this.
1: Well, that's the whole story, Johnny. I'm sorry. They're not all <laughs> home runs, you know. Okay. But I wanted to send you something because it has been so many years since I have been to the movies that I was very surprised that they were selling little tchotchkes in the lobby.
0: Well, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about the movies. Before we get to that, uh, you said that you wanted to catch up on uh, Married at First Sight.
1: Yes. And I do want to tell you what I... This show makes me go to the bathroom. It gets (laughs) my stomach all in a big knot. I am so... Nervous while I'm watching the show. Mm,
0: you're a veritable turd monster, you might say.
1: <laughs> well, that's fresh. <laughs> All right,
0: go, go ahead. Yeah. It turned your uh, What uh, particularly turned your stomach?
1: Well, I just realized how 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 manipulative the show is, and how uncomfortable this whole this whole premise is. The more I watch it, the more I thought I would be. Accepting of it, but what I find is that I'm more disgusted by the whole thing. Mm.
0: Well, I think that's a reasonable reaction. I uh, enjoy it more and am disgusted by it more all the time. So, really, so these past couple episodes have really just been uh, them settling, supposedly settling into a life with each other, meeting the friends, meeting the family
1: right uh, That's what this week was about meeting right. some friends and right. family It's just very uncomfortable to me.
0: Now, what in particular turned your stomach the most?
1: You know, we all come with little uh, neuroses i'll say sure baggage, and I feel like it's almost like a it's almost like a plane crash because as as the plane is trying to take off all this debris keeps falling out and falling under the airplane and it just it just is so unattractive and so hard to swallow
0: This is an amazing image so the debris is what the personal baggage of the of the participants in the show
1: Yes Okay yes such as the the girl that that took her husband to see that she grew up in a trailer park, and, you know, to me, I look at it, and I say, well, it's a trailer park. It's not hell. It's a trailer park, but, you know, for her, it has a lot of layers and a lot of memories and uh, things that didn't go right, so for her, it's much different.
0: Yeah, I think this was maybe the grossest part of the show so far. Uh, Clearly, the producers uh, asked her to take them to this trailer park where she grew up with what sounds like uh, an abusive uh, father or not a very good situation at the very least. Right. Uh, And uh, she does break down. And of course, reality TV loves tears and it loves to zoom in on the tears. But she can't even be with her husband. She's so distraught. Right. She says, give
1: me a minute. And he goes off. At at a moment where if I was going through something, you know, daddy would stay and put his arm around me and he would know when it was okay to talk or. But.
0: Yeah, but you can understand her discomfort, certainly.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, but you're still watching.
1: Well, yeah, because I thought we were going to talk about it.
0: Oh, you thought we were going to talk about it again. No, I think we pretty well covered it.
1: Well, I thought we should. I, I mean, we have to finish it off, right?
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see it through, definitely. I may write about it on the site at some point. It's uh, I find it very oh, interesting. Oh, well, save
1: all your good stuff for the site. Please do that.
0: <laughs> well, this is for the site, too. It's all for the site.
1: Well, God bless the site. All right, I'll, I have a question for you, though. Go ahead. Why do they sell stuff in the bathroom at the movies? Do they sell stuff in the men's bathroom at the movies?
0: In the bathroom? Um... I well, sometimes they sell certain things in men's bathrooms, but I haven't seen any. Uh, I haven't seen any vending machines in the men's bathroom lately. No, I have to admit. So well, you got the Domo sticker in the bathroom?
1: No, no, I got that in the lobby. Because I
0: don't want your bathroom stickers. No,
1: I I would never do that to you. But you know what they sell? <laughs> sour drops. Little little bottles of sour drops.
0: Really, like candy?
1: I assume it's candy.
0: Ugh. That's very strange.
1: In the bathroom.
0: Uh, I've ne- I've I have never seen such a thing.
1: Well, I would like somebody to tell me how much money they're making off that, because that seems crazy to me and gross.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't want your bathroom drops either.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't buy you any.
0: Really, I want a minimum of transactions in the bathroom altogether. Like the bathroom is fine, just the bare requirements just need to be taken care of in there.
1: I'm, I'm totally on board with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you did, you did go to the movie theater for the first time in quite a while. And uh, before we get to talking about the movie, which is Guardians of the Galaxy, just talk about the movie-going experience and what surprised... How long had it been since you'd uh, gone to the movies?
1: Uh, well, I'm embarrassed to say, I'm going to guess that the last movie I saw in the theater was Titanic, oh, which really God. is reason enough to never go to the movies again.
0: <laughs> wow yeah so it had been let's see titanic was what 98 99 about 15 years since you've been
1: because you know i just don't want people coughing on my neck i don't want people talking i don't want to hear your candy rattling i just don't want to go to the movies with anybody else
0: uh who did you go with
1: uh unc
0: okay your brother right okay so go ahead tell tell me about the experience so
1: We went to a 3D movie. This was a 3D movie, Mm. and it cost $14 a ticket.
0: That's not bad for a 3D movie.
1: Well, if you want to factor in that the last time I went was 15 years ago, it was a pretty big shock to me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. I feel like as long as I've been alive, people have been complaining about the price of a movie ticket.
1: Well, I think you're right. You know, I used to go as a kid for 25 cents, so... Okay.
0: Okay. So you've paid 56 times that times that much to get into this movie. What else? What else surprised you?
1: Uh, the seats were wonderful.
0: Oh yeah, the stadium style seating.
1: And they rocked back and forth and they rocked.
0: So did you rock throughout the movie?
1: No, I didn't move at all. <laughs> and they have, and they have cup holders. That's very nice. Yeah. And the other thing, the other thing Johnny was it was a very rainy day, and there were probably only 20 of us in the theater. Mm. And everybody, everybody behaved.
0: Oh, that's nice. Everybody behaved at my screening, too, I have to say. I was just so impressed. Yeah, pretty good, especially at an action movie like this.
1: I really... I, and there were, there were a few children in there. You know, and usually there's always an asshole in every crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. And not one. It was wonderful. It was the most wonderful experience. I couldn't wait to go again.
0: Oh, that's great! And you did go again since then, right? From what I understand, I did.
1: I went and saw The Giver.
0: So let's talk about the movie itself. How uh, tell tell the people what the movie is? I imagine most people have heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, but let's hear your uh, synopsis of what this movie is.
1: Well, first we should also tell the people that I did wear my Marvel sneakers.
0: Yes, you did. You emailed me a picture the day you went, in fact. You were quite excited about it. I was. How often do you break out the Marvel Comics sneakers?
1: Well, uh, fairly frequently. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: I like them. All right, let me just tell you. Yeah. Let me just tell you. Gardens of the Galaxy. There's not much story here. Right. But I didn't hardly even notice it because... I found the intensity of 3D, which I really have never experienced, so intense, and I was exhausted when we came out.
0: <laughs> Did your head hurt? Did your eyes hurt? Were you exhausted in a bad way?
1: No, no. I was exhausted because it is—it just feels like everything is not taking place on the screen, but right in my head. I see. Do you know what I mean? I do, yeah. It's just so, so big.
0: Yeah, it can be quite exhilarating. What were your favorite parts from the 3D point of view? Because I'll tell you what, when they, I think the whole movie could have been them zooming in on planets and whatnot. You know, those, those, right. uh, uh, when they're on nowhere out in the middle of space and they zoom in on, on that. Woof.
1: Feels it like you're in crazy, a spaceship. Right?
0: Yeah, that was fun.
1: Well, my favorite part. Do you want to guess who my favorite character was?
0: Uh, the talking raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. How
1: did you How did you guess that?
0: Well, you know, it's a cute animal. I thought that. And plus, he's pretty. He's pretty funny at times.
1: And that goofy guy from Parks and Rec.
0: Well, for me, that's that's the uh, that's the heart of the movie, right there. Chris Pratt being uh, charming and adorable and funny uh pretty easy on the eyes too i gotta say uh he's more the than i would ever
1: thought i i couldn't believe it
0: yep uh yeah for me so well tell the people what the story is and then we'll get into the specific critiques i'll say
1: well it had something to do with an infinity ball yep <laughs> you know getting into the wrong hands and then it's in the right hands and that's really the whole movie <laughs> that really is really that was really it right
0: yeah, it's all about the the infinity ball, which is apparently, it contains a, a stone, one of seven, I think, or six stones of the universe, and it holds unlimited power, and uh, everybody wants to get their hands on this, um, and either uh, Glenn Close or a purple guy is going to end up with it in the end, and we're rooting for Glenn Close to get it. Even though there's not much Glenn Close in this movie, we just right. know that she's the good guy.
1: Yes, yes. Even though her face could break a mirror i think
0: what really and also i you don't wait say, wait you don't care for glenn close um
1: you know i really don't <laughs> and, and it's really not her fault but you know wasn't she in that movie where she boiled a rabbit
0: fatal attraction
1: fatal attraction that's what it was
0: so you haven't forgiven her since fatal attraction which was almost 30 years ago now
1: well, you know, I I can hold a grudge. Yeah.
0: Okay. But go on. And I interrupted also, you. We were going to say something else. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: No. Uh, yeah. Because I also have to tell you that I did miss uh, uh, the first ten minutes of the movie with the premise because I was trying very hard not to throw up.
0: <laughs> so you just weren't even paying attention.
1: I I was trying not to. I was trying to get used to the 3D and not disgrace myself at the theater. It's, I
0: wonder if that happens.
1: Well, you know, it is a little much.
0: Well, it can be, yeah. The first time you experience it and you were in the, you were in the full-blown IMAX, right?
1: Right in the middle, yeah. The, the, the real deal.
0: Right in the middle, yeah. Uh, well, that could be quite overwhelming. I wonder if they have to clean up uh, puke uh, in the theater. I bet it happens from time to time.
1: I would think so because, you know, that's, that's really a, a real thing that happened to me.
0: Well, congratulations on not puking. I don't think you, uh, I mean, I think there was a lot of fun stuff at the beginning. I don't think you missed too much. You know, this, I'm not really a, into comic book movies, superhero movies. Um, I, a few years ago, I went to see The Dark Knight, which mm. is supposed to be the ultimate. And I just really wasn't into it. Uh, so when I walked out of the theater, I said to Anna, uh, you know, I think I'm done with superhero movies for the foreseeable future because I just... I can tell why people think this is good, and I can see why it's well-made, but it just doesn't really uh, hit me. Yeah. And I have to say, I had more fun at this one than I expected to. I was not looking forward to it, but Chris Pratt... Uh, I mean, to me, Chris Pratt is really the only thing this movie has going for it, so it's a good thing he's the uh, hes the lead.
1: Well, I'm going to have to very heartily disagree with you. Go ahead. Well, I thought that the the characters, the tree... Groot yep. and the raccoon. I mean, I don't think they, this sounds silly, but I don't think they overacted.
0: Yeah. No, that doesn't sound silly. I know what you're saying.
1: So I think that that enhanced the uh, the production because it was just right. It just seemed just right to me.
0: But what about the Green Lady? Zoe Saldana as the Green Lady. I don't remember what her name is.
1: Was she the bad person?
0: No, she was one of the goods.
1: Uh, you know, again, I was a little lost. I enjoyed every single minute of it, though. I don't know how to describe this. You know, it didn't, the movie wasn't gripping. It was the production.
0: Yeah, that's right. The movie's actually pretty dull, I think.
1: I think so. And I would have gone right back and watched it again immediately. <laughs> I would have. I thought it was wonderful. Did you have a snack?
0: Uh, all I had was popcorn.
1: Oh, I, you shouldn't eat movie popcorn. That's just crap.
0: Well, what did you have? Now that you've said that,
1: oh, I just brought my something from my own stash.
0: Uh huh. Which is?
1: Well, I brought a Tootsie Pop. I brought. I see. A Milky Way Midnight Bar, a bag of M and M's.
0: I see. So much more healthy than popcorn.
1: Well, I'm not saying it was healthy, but uh-huh. I'm just saying. All right. Well, let's we'll just let that go. Well,
0: maybe we should. I thought you were going to say, "Oh, I brought my uh, raw quinoa." and uh, my my green tea
1: <laughs> I think you know me better than that The movies is an excuse to eat some junk Now did but you But not popcorn? Well, I don't know, movie popcorn is just
0: It's delicious.
1: Is it? I don't know. I like my own popcorn. It's
0: often the best part of going to the movies.
1: Did people clap at the end? Yeah, they did. Mine too. Yeah,
0: I don't. I'd, I've always ever, ever ever since I was a, a kid, that's baffled me. I mean, I can I can almost understand it if this were the first day it were in the theaters, you know, then you kind of right. get caught up in it. Or, you know, obviously, if it's a premiere or something like that. But the movie's been out for weeks. And uh, I, I don't know, the credits start to roll and people applaud. I guess I don't. I both understand that impulse and find it silly. I'd never clap at the end of the of a movie.
1: Well, you know what I thought? I thought, this is a nice way to just say to everybody else in the theater, hey, wasn't that fun?
0: Oh, you're right, and now you've made me feel bad. That's exactly what it's for, and uh, so did you applaud?
1: Oh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> did you stay through the credits to see if there was an extra uh, treat at the end?
0: I didn't. I heard afterward that there is a treat at the end.
1: Howard the Duck? I don't know who that is
0: let's uh, talk about uh, Chris Pratt again because uh, do you like him on parks and recreation
1: uh, not so much really I don't he just seems very stupid and 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 fat but uh, <laughs> I'll look at him through different glasses this year
0: well he's all buffed up now he was buffed up on the last season of parks too
1: well you know once you're once they right you off it. Takes a lot to get back in. Yeah, so. but
0: you didn't write him off on account of he was overweight, did you?
1: Oh no. No.
0: Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, but you liked him in this film.
1: I did. I thought he was very sweet. I again, I thought his his input was just perfect. I yeah. thought he was really, really good. I, I enjoyed him very much.
0: I thought he was excellent. I think he's a great. He's a great person for this moment uh, because, you know, he's sort of at the tail end of this bro culture, you know, this uh, this phenomenon of bros. And I think he's maybe a, a refinement of that general idea. He's not a complete schlub, yeah. um, but he's not a complete hero either. I think that it was a good choice by Marvel to make this movie right now because I think he's he's really appealing and just feels like a person, feels like a person who's who really belongs to this moment.
1: Right. If that, right. If that makes I sense. I do have to say, John, I didn't have any idea what this movie was about when you suggested it. And I was a little disappointed that Batman wasn't there.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you would have heard about it if Batman were in it.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe. But, I, you know, it was a little shocking that here were all these people. I don't know who any of them are.
0: Well, I didn't know him either, you know, I'm not into the, you mean the actors or the characters?
1: The characters. And also, Johnny, I thought there was some more explanation needed because when Chris Pat- Pratt's character as a little boy leaves the hospital as his mother dies and he's sucked up into the spaceship, there was no explanation of what the hell's going on.
0: Well, there was a little reference to it later on that uh, the uh, Yondu, Yondu, the uh, guy with the blue head and the red light up mohawk, and the guy would whistle to make the arrow stab people.
1: Yes, I mean, I know who you're talking about. All
0: right, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, he, uh, he is the one who picked up uh, Peter, Chris Pratt's character, and he was supposed to take uh, Chris Pratt to his father, but apparently he didn't.
1: Well, I missed all that. I mean, there I had so many questions about the movie when I tried to write about it because I knew we were going to talk about it. And then I just said, I can't, I can't write anything about the movie. It was just very thin. But the special effects, is that what it's called? Yeah. Were stunning. Just stunning. I just absolutely loved it.
0: All right, well that's a rave from you. I'm a little more tepid on it. Um I was I was a bit bored at times, but for just for Chris Pratt alone, I I think I'm glad I went. And it is really. The special effects are great. It was a Wonderful. fun it was a fun summer movie.
1: So what do you think? Should I go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Ah, uh, I don't think so. That movie got terrible reviews.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised to find that it beat out uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, last weekend in the box office. Oh, did it really? terrible. Just by a little bit, but yeah, it did.
1: Well, I'm shocked and disappointed.
0: Well, I think Guardians did well, too, so don't worry.
1: All right. So just let me tell you very briefly, I just read about a Dirty Diet Coke. Have you heard about this?
0: Are we moving on to a new topic now?
1: Are we moving on to a new topic? I don't know.
0: Is Dirty Diet Coke connected to Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: No, I think we've milked that one for all it's worth. (laughs) Huh? Okay, okay,
0: yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: All right. So here's a dirty Diet Coke, which I think would be very good as a Coke because I don't like Diet Coke. Mm. So it's a, I'll tell you the one I read about it's Diet Coke with two pumps of a coconut, of Diet Coconut Syrup and lime. Hmm. Have you heard of that?
0: I've never heard of that. No, this is like a, a mocktail. Is that what this is?
1: Um, all right.
0: And where, do, where did you encounter this?
1: Mm, I don't know. Something I read <laughs> while I was in the bathroom. So, okay. Sorry so in a
0: magazine that.
1: then? Yeah. Well, I do a lot of research in there, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I know. And a lot of shopping.
1: It's a busy place. Uh, it's a busy place. <laughs> Let's talk about Project Runway.
0: Oh, that's it. That's all you've got on the on the dirty diet coke.
1: Yeah, just a little recipe for the for the peeps. <laughs> okay. okay,
0: all right. Now that the wait, recipe- wait,
1: maybe people don't say that anymore. <laughs> Can you take that out if people don't say that anymore? No,
0: nope. Nope, I'm leaving that right in at this part too, where we talk about taking it out. This is all going in. <sighs> so, you want to talk about Project Runway?
1: I do. I so would like to vent about this.
0: Okay, so Project Runway now in its 13th season. If you didn't see it, I did jump in for an episode review uh, last last weekend, last Saturday. You can find that on the site, on the vaunted site, avclub.com. And uh, Mom saw that, and she very eagerly emailed me and said, Oh, let's talk about Project Runway this Thursday. So clearly you have some burning thoughts about Project Runway that you want to share with the peeps, as you say. Um, so, t- tell me, tell me what you need to vent about.
1: All right, here, here is what I need to vent about. This Amanda girl acts like they brought her back just to win. If she doesn't think she is the hottest thing going, yeah. I would just like to slap her. <laughs> really, she is obnoxious. Don't you think?
0: Well, I, I. I think she's a little. If you
1: disagree with me, I don't want to talk about this.
0: (laughs) No, no. As as I said in the review, she never misses an opportunity to talk about how great she is. I find her uh, less loathsome than uh, Gretchen from a few seasons ago, who really had an ego.
1: She did. I agree.
0: And who uh, deserved it less? I would say because I think Amanda's a pretty talented designer. I don't know that she deserves. Oh,
1: Johnny! I don't. I don't want to hear you say that.
0: Okay, so you don't even care for her designs.
1: I I just like her so much that I can't like anything about it her. It
0: taints your view of her. So you can't even think, putting her aside, looking at her clothes, do you find them appealing or not?
1: I don't. I don't find them appealing. I was shocked when the judges loved what she did, and and, and she sort of shakes her head like, yes, I knew everyone would just love that. Yeah. I knew it.
0: Yeah, that's annoying, but I have to say it was a pretty nice dress, I think. And out from that terrible suit that she made it from. If you didn't if you don't watch last week the uh, challenge was to make a uh, make a dress from a terrible old suit. Looks like a just a thrift store cast-off. They had velvet corduroy, they had flower patterns. It's all stuff from like the 70s, you'd say, right, Mom?
1: I w- yeah, they were very, they were all ugly. But
0: and the reason we're let me explain too the reason we're talking about last week's episode is we record these on Thursday and you're listening to it on Friday I hope um, and that's why we're talking about an old episode the next one has not aired quite yet
1: oh that's right so go, not go ahead tonight. well I also and really your review is so spot on that I should just read your review because then it would just say everything that I'm thinking and I'm not just saying that because I'm your mom <laughs> <laughs> but i thought i'd love i who i really really love is sandaya
0: oh yeah yeah
1: is she just the bee's knees you know she has this she's has this indian accent and you know how you feel when somebody speaks as a foreigner you're never sure or are they quite on the same speed that you're talking and well
0: because sometimes they have people on who do have a very heavy accent and it's clear that there's a language barrier that they don't you know um i think that ernan for example who got kicked off in this episode he had a very thick accent and it seemed to me that sometimes he didn't entirely understand the critiques he was receiving boy (laughs) that's got to be that's got to be tough Especially I when agree. you're when you don't have much talent, as it seems that Ernani as
1: he did not. Yeah. that's right. Yeah. But I absolutely loved when he said to Sandia, "I know where you live," and she said, "You don't want to go there."
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> just right back at him, yeah. you know. And when he when he his suit came out, when his refurbished suit came out, he said, "You know, thanks a lot, you." Something, bitch, and she just turned around, and gave him the finger, and I, I just fell in love with her right then.
0: Yeah, she stands up for herself. I really like her too, Sandia. I think it's pronounced just so. Just Sandia, so we have, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I love her. She's a great character. She, like I said in the review, she reminds me of Michael C from a few years ago, the uh, sort of chubby, blubbering um, guy. I remember who, him. Remember him who would just cry at the drop of a hat. Right. Couldn't stick up for himself and was then bullied by the other designers, especially Gretchen. God what a season that was.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Sandia is like Michael and that the other ones are trying to the other designer trying to beat up at her and she's just not taking it. And I love her. I think that her what do you think of her designs so far?
1: Oh, I think they're different.
0: They are different. They're distinctive. I found it a little crafty. Would you agree with that?
1: I would agree with that.
0: Maybe not quite high fashion, but I think she has potential.
1: I think she has potential, too. I think she has some ideas, and I'm interested to see them, although I do have to say many times when some shred of of insanity goes down the runway and the judges all say, oh, I want this dress, and I think, Oof, I don't know fashion at all.
0: What about those tubes she made a couple of weeks ago, huh?
1: They were crazy. Oof,
0: I did not care for that one. Judges Neither loved it, though.
1: Now, could we talk about Zach a little bit?
0: Uh, Zach Posen, the one of the judges. The replacement, Michael Kors. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. Michael Kors left a couple seasons ago, and now we've got Zach Posen, who... The thing for me about Zach Posen is, uh, first of all, his singers just aren't as good as Michael Kors. Not even close, <laughs> really. But I've come to enjoy watching him try. Like, it's, it's almost... He's almost performing a sort of anti-comedy because his zingers are so limp that i end up laughing at them.
1: Well, at this point, I feel sorry for him.
0: Aw, he's fine. Don't feel sorry for him.
1: You're sure?
0: Why do you feel sorry for him?
1: He's just so... he's so lame. And even (laughs) when he smiles, it's like he took a class on... How to smile. And and uh, he is a little creepy, you know? He's always touching the model's clothes.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I mentioned that in the review. I don't really like that. Uh, and I realize they're all professionals, and I realize that they're, you know, this is standard practice for them. But it does seem that Nina and Heidi are a little respectful in when they touch where they touch uh when they grope the models and uh zach posen just jumps right in there
1: he's kind of grabby
0: a lot of unnecessary touching i feel
1: i agree i agree you know if he was straight he would be the guy that you would come home from the blind date and say jesus never (laughs) again never (laughs) yes he would be the kind that's always leaning over and whispering in your ear and touching your hand, and, you know, he's just creepy. I, you know, I don't feel sorry for him. I think he's creepy.
0: He's a little creepy. I think that they don't do his makeup very well. I think they make him look <laughs> <laughs> They make him look very pale. Are you laughing cuz you disagree or you uh...
1: No, I'm laughing cuz there's so many un- inappropriate things I could say right now and I'm not going to say them.
0: No, not even one?
1: Well, you know, he's No, I can't. I just really can't.
0: Okay. Well, there's I... so
1: much ugliness in the world already. Why add to it?
0: Well, I'll say that I th- he looks to me like someone whose portrait of Dorian Gray just went on the fritz cuz it looks like he's just beginning it looks like he hasn't aged for a long time and then he suddenly just started do you know what i mean well dick clark i think still aged gracefully when he did finally begin to age but i just feel like zach uh, is very youthful looking and yet he has this age uh, this uh, touch of of age to him that makes him hard to pin down for me. I think it's his hair, which is terrible on the show.
1: Oh, it's terrible. Oh,
0: all matted down and, ugh, not appealing.
1: Well, every time when he gets introduced, Daddy turns to me and gives me a big, icky smile like he does (laughs) that just makes me laugh. And, um, you know, I don't think too much about him as a person, but when I do, and please, if Zach ever hears this, I I know your mom thinks you're the bee's knees. But I find him odd.
0: I like that you talked mom to mom there.
1: Well, I just want his mom to know. Well, I would like him to know that his mother probably thinks he's fine.
0: Well, we should. She try... might
1: look just like him. We should.
0: <laughs> we should try to get Zach Posen on the podcast so he can say mean things about my appearance while you listen, and then we'll be all even.
1: Hey, you know what? He can get his own podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I'm sure he can. He's a very successful designer, so there's no need to feel sorry for him.
1: Well, do you feel like he overacts?
0: Um, I th- at first, I thought he was pushing too hard uh, as the new guy on the show, but now I think that's probably just how he is, at least on camera.
1: Hmm. Now, could we just talk for a minute about Red Robin having the most unhealthy meal of all.
0: Yeah, so Red Robin is one of the big sponsors on Project Runaway this season, and uh, I mentioned in the review, I linked to a uh, Sean O'Neill Newswire about uh, how they have the, do you remember what the unhealthiest meal is in particular? I don't.
1: Let's see if I can bring it it up It was a two-burger, two-patty cheeseburger with bacon and bottomless fries, but I think there was something else about the burger.
0: Let's see. It's a monster burger, a regular. Oh,
1: no, that's right. I'm, I'm getting it confused with the burger that was on the morning show that was made on a glazed donut.
0: Well, I want to hear about that.
1: Well, you should Google this because it's pretty funny because when I think it was on CBS, I'm not positive now, because this girl went to the restaurant to actually try this, this burger that's made on a glazed donut and it has, a, I think, a fried egg on top. And when she bit into it, the yellow yolk just came spooping out the hole of the donut.
0: Oh. oh, God, that image is... Wow, that's an extremely unpleasant image. The more I picture it, the more I wish I weren't.
1: It's hilarious, Johnny. It's funny. <laughs>
0: what? Oh, it sounds so gross.
1: Well, you know, it's a, it looks a little, you know, a little sexual.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
1: But it's very funny.
0: You know that the listeners will still be able to tell what you said.
1: <laughs> you could just maybe erase that little word. <laughs>
0: Again, boy, you know, you're asking me to make edits. I'm not just not going to make, Ma.
1: Well, you know, if you would just, we could put another word in there. Yummy.
0: All right. So that's Project Runway. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about today, Ma?
1: Um, Well, I just did want to tell you that I saw uh, a preview of a movie that I got the book for from the library called Unbroken Okay. by Laura Hillenbrand, which I'm going to read because it looks like a very, very good story.
0: What is the story?
1: It's about this fellow that was kind of incorrigible as a young man, and um, he... uh, goes to the olympics and the berlin olympics where your grandfather was Mm. and then war came and he became an airman and he was um shot down and quite a story
0: wow so this is a little plug for this book that you have not read yet
1: well yeah the movie looks good though
0: okay well will you tell us next time what you think of the book after you read it
1: I sure will
0: Alright, well I look forward to that And uh, that'll wrap it up for this edition of Mom on Pop I'd like to thank my mom, Bonnie Tatey For her insights, as always Thank you, Mom
1: My pleasure
0: For Bonnie Tatey, this is John Tatey Signing off on Mom on Pop for now You know, we're on iTunes We got the RSS feed on the uh, on the page On the AV Club So subscribe to the podcast Put it in your player Tell your friends We love it Thanks for all the nice reviews on iTunes We will be back in two weeks with another edition of Mom on Pop. So long for now.